1: and I'm here to help you keep your curses hexy and your hexes sexy in this snarky true crime and paranormal podcast. If you like a little personality with your true crime and a little scare with some flair, I've got you covered. Thrice Cursed is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find my curse content on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Thrice Cursed Pod. And you can find even more at thricecursedpod.com. Until then, keep it hexy
0: Engage Intro Voice Gimme a Ba Gimme another Ba Now could you please furnish me with a yaw? And now finally Can you hand me that gah? What do you get? Baba yaga. That was weird. On with the pod. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Mirths and Monsters. I hope you're all happier than a salmon who has finally leapt over the waterfall. In the last episode, while me and the rest of Casa CK lounged about in the toasty heat of the big glowy thing in the sky, that's what Scottish people call the sun, by the way, we don't see it often enough to give it a proper name, I was telling you about the fascinating topic of the Baba Yaga and the history that portrayed a very split version of this folkloric character. It was a lot to take in, that's for sure. In this episode, though, we get to the practical part of the adventure, a.k.a. the fun bit. Me and the furry crew are going to head off to Russia, but not present day. We're heading to old Russia. Specifically, a fair bit back. We're going to try and find the Baba Yaga and their chicken-legged hut and try to shed, no pun intended, some light on the truth of the mythology. Will it be dangerous? Maybe. Will it be risky? Possibly. Will there be a Russian character that sounds awfully Scottish? Absolutely. Okay, folks. Let's get the crypto cycle ready, and we'll begin our journey. Finn. Ray. Bobby Cass. Helmets on and secure. Check. Sandwiches packed. Check. Emergency sandwiches packed. Check. Pepsi Max packed. Check. New and interesting satellite navigation system of time installed. Jack, in that case, here we go.
2: In 147 years, take a right. In 200 yards, have a sandwich. In six years, you will have arrived at your destination. On your right, a horse that can sing the Star-Spangled Banner. You have arrived at your destination. Remember to wear a
0: hat. We've arrived. Blimey, it's dark. If only I had four companions who could see in the dark perfectly well. Oh, hello, you lot. Without me asking, they already set about preparing the tent. I needed to see as well, but didn't want to use a torch to attract any unwanted attention. So I took out my night vision goggles, also known as my Blair Witch Alert night vision goggles. I do not want that scary lady sneaking up on me no way no how, and yes, that film still freaks me out. The furry crew get the tent up in hardly any time. I push the crypto cycle beside a thick, hedgy, bushy type area and cover it with the camouflage o' plenty. We settle up inside the tent and tuck into some tasty treats. This time travel Malarkey don't have to take it out of you, you know. Go on, tuck in you lot. We'll need our strength to get to sleep.
2: <takes noise> <takes noise> <takes noise> <takes noise> ah
0: morning time in Russia. In the winter. Let me just pop my head out of the tent and see what it's like out there. Fuddy crew, let's take the satnav's advice as I believe a hat may well be required today. We cooked up some brekkie. A healthy, balanced diet of sandwiches and muesli. Bacon, meat and dreamies. Those dreamies are surprisingly tasty. I can see why Ray would fight you for some. We then got right back to action. Had a quick nap. Okay, you lot. Rise and shine. It is early. Afternoon, and we have a Baba Yaga to investigate. I pop my head out. Luckily, the weather has gone in our favour. But me and the furry crew still wrap ourselves up warm. The temperature is still way below freezing, which in Fahrenheit is about, ooh, chilly. We each put on our snowshoes. I say snowshoes. It's our rackets from the swing ball game, but they seem to do the trick. Peony motor? Don't worry, lass. There's no need to be scared. We'll be fine. Here, have this magic dreamy. Magic? Puny mortal? Oh yes, an old man sold it to me for some old beans. Oh, puny mortal. Give me the magic dreamy. Bobby, Cass and Finn were all looking at me. Yes, yes, I have a magic treat for you all as well. Here you go. Let's go. I don't know, but I've been told. I don't know, but I've been told. Russia in winter is mighty cold. Russia in
2: winter is mighty cold.
0: I no longer feel my toes. I no
2: longer feel my toes.
0: Not sure if I have a nose. Not sure if I have what? Sound off. Burr, Sound off. Burr, Sound off. Burr, burr. Sound off. burr, burr, burr. We've been walking for what seems like days. We're all hungry, thirsty, exhausted. How long have we been going? Uh, oh, 10 minutes. Oh, right, okay. Let's keep going! Me and Finn are keeping ourselves together not trying to hide ourselves from anyone or anything that may be watching. Wearing dark clothing that is in stark contrast to the sheer white of the snow. Ray's also in dark clothing. Of course she is, but is ahead of us checking for any possible threats or traps and, I hope, will warn me about them beforehand. Bobby and Cass are in snow camouflage, and have been blending in with the surroundings, flitting from tree to tree like very cute assassins. I can see them as I'm familiar with them. But even then, it's tricky. Tricky, 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 tricky. Pony model! What's up wee lass? Ray was pointing at something. I see something. Her sleek furry paw was pointing at a tree over to her left. It was a standard looking tree. Kind of brown, with branches and stuff. But there was something that caught the eye of Ray. Let's check it out. We made our way over, and the closer we got, I realised that there was something that was different to your run-of-the-mill tree. Had it just been me, I wouldn't have noticed it whatsoever. Luckily, Ray does have a much sharper eye. It was a carving, a design in the tree trunk. The design was of a house. Well, more like a hut, you would say. And underneath the hut were two words. Prazarini and poimineer. Now first, I apologise for my pronunciation. It was dreadful. I'm also the first to admit that my grasp of the Russian language is minimal at best, but I do believe that these two words mean done and roaming. Done roaming. This can only mean one thing, and I really wish I knew what it was. Only kidding. I'm not sure what it's like outside of the UK, but house names are quite a common thing. A very popular one is done roaming. They are done roaming. This leads to the knowledge that A. The Baba Yaga is of at least retirement age. B. She likes a pun. And three. Judging by the look on Ray's face, she's standing right behind me. All of a sudden, it seems even quieter than it already was. I slowly turn round, and after what seems like forever, I come face to face with nothing. Gotcha, up, Beauty Ray! You little PG-13 word! Holy haggis! Get down, low-flying Baba Yaga! We hit the deck as the remarkable sight of a giant mortar flew over our heads, rocking through the trees at quite the pace, dodging this way and that to avoid hitting any of them. The pestle, being used as a rudder, flashed back and forth with practised ease. Just for a split second I saw the face of the Baba Yaga herself, long white hair streaming back in the wind. Blimey! She looked awesome, like a valkyrie, Without the winged hat. And yes, I said winged. Ray, Finn, Bobby Cash, us. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Dimble. The furry crew joined my side. Bobby and Cass, seemingly out of nowhere, they really were very good. We all lay flat, our eyes trained on the unusual flying vehicle, breathing a sigh of relief not to be busted already. Which is the kind of sentence that is said in movies before the protagonists are then busted. Well, guess what? flippers. We all stood up, watching the mortar reverse backwards and start to lower down to the ground. We stood there shuffling our feet, heads down as if we had just been caught stealing biscuits. It finally came to a halt. The Baba Yaga stood up slowly. I say stood up. Unfolded might be a more accurate term to use. Blimey, she was tall, an easy six foot four. She looked down at us with incredibly blue eyes, and I swear, I was about ready to confess to things I hadn't even done. Things that in this time hadn't even happened. Just before I was to blurt out, JFK, that was me, I did that. The babster spoke. Well, get in then.
2: Uh, uh, (laughs) How very eloquent. Beasts, you know what to do.
0: I watched as the furry crew quite happily scampered over and hopped into the bowl alongside the yagster. Good enough for them. Good enough for me. So I joined them. Er hello?
2: Hold on tight to something. Not me, you fool.
0: Oh, sorry. I gripped the side of the mortar and we took off as smooth as you like we turned in the air and sped off to what I hoped would be the chicken-legged hut. The furry crew were all hanging onto the side enjoying the wind through their fur, and in Finn's case, his ears. They were flapping about so much I wasn't sure if he was going to take off as well. It's times like these I take a step back and try to mentally ingest what my life is and how surreal but fab it can be. Me and the furry crew are in a giant mortar. A thing that is normally found in a kitchen that is flying through a Russian forest in the 1800s and it's being flown by a Russian folklorish myth. A really tall one at that. You couldn't make this up. Oh, we're slowing down. The trees are no longer around us as we fly into a large, open, circular area that is surrounded by the trees. And that's when we see it. The hut. The very standard-looking, everyday, having no legs. (sighs) hut. Well, I mean, when you actually think about it, even that's weirder than the usual weird stuff we've seen. Ah, well. We land safely, without even the slightest of bumps, and hop out facing the rear of the hut. Babs walks ahead of us and then stops abruptly. She stands up straight, arms out wide, waits for a few seconds. Then clears her throat. Waits a few seconds more. We're not sure what's going on, and I'm starting to get concerned that we're in trouble. It's very silent until she says one word with a slightly raised and very certain tone. Ahem. What happened next? How do I put this into words? The second after she spoke, the hut seemed to... tense up. Like it had been caught doing something it shouldn't have been. It didn't do this for long, though. What it did next... was stand up on a spindly pair of chicken legs. It then span round and the front now faced us before lowering itself down to allow us to enter. The fact that it could use its windows and door to look embarrassed was noticeable. The door then opened and we all walked in. What a day! Yags pointed at a chair for me to sit on, which I promptly did. Why did I feel like I was a kid at school again? She gestured for the furry crew to go over to her, which they did. I already knew that they felt safe. If anything was untoward, Bobby or Cass would have let me know. Then she did something that I think is a law for people of a certain age. She reached into one of the many pockets on her long robe and pulled out some treats. Once she felt they had had enough, she pointed in the direction of the large rug in front of the fire that was now roaring in the hearth. Finally, she sat down in a seat that was opposite mine, on either side of the rug. She looked at me for a long while. Seemingly studying me. Nodded as if she was now sure of something and then sat back and took a long breath out. You aren't scared that
2: I'm going to eat you, your family?
0: Nope. I follow their lead.
2: And they've shown who you are. Animal instinct, you know. True. So much better than humans. No offence. taken. take You? You're a traveller. An investigator. Yeah.
0: I guess you could say that. We just want to find out the truth of things. And? And to see a hut with chicken legs. I knew it. I thought she was going to be mad. But she just laughed.
2: (laughs) This is very refreshing. It makes a change from these so-called heroes showing up on their quest. Asking the scary witch to help them on the road to the magical kingdom, or saving the tsarina. All the while, you know they're expecting me to eat them all up. Sheesh. What a life.
0: So why do they think that you're going to eat them all up?
2: I'm the scary witch in the woods. I'm assuming you know of some of the things that are
0: said about me. I do, I do. But I have to admit, it wasn't overly clear. You're seen as either a goodie or a baddie. It wasn't definitive. Now that I'm here, the furry crew approves. So I'm good with that. Here is my offer to you.
2: I will answer any question you ask of me, but I need you to be honest with me and tell me what it is that really brought you here. The real reason.
0: Bab stared at me with those sharp blue eyes, and I knew I had to tell the truth. Your royal Yaganus. I want you to dance with your house.
2: Of course, you do. Come on, then.
0: And there you have it, my friends. The exciting adventure of the Baba Yaga. It's not quite the end. What I will be doing is releasing a mini episode, a cryptid log, of the full interview that I had with the Babster herself. That'll be coming to you next week. So far just now, I'll speak to you next time. Until then, Slancha, my friends. Your good health. okie dokie folkies! it's time for the Patreon shout-outs. A huge, huge thank you to Renata Hawks and Cara Williams for becoming new patrons. Thank you very much. Also, a big shout-out to Aisling Quinn Fleming and to Leah Schultz, who have upgraded their patron levels. They've gone up to the $8 a month tier. Because I've upgraded my $8 a month tier to include a book of the month. So each month, I will read an entire book. That's going to start in November, just next month. And the first book is going to be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So for just $8 a month, you'll get an entire book read by me. You'll get a mug after two months. You get stickers, personalised postcard. You get a wee short story as well. You get ad-free episodes. Actually, from $3 and up, you get ad-free episodes. It's merch and all that kind of thing. I mean, Audible's pretty good, I must admit. we don't get a lot of Scottish narrators. <laughs> so, it'd be very cool if you could check that out. That'd be grand. All the links are in the show notes in the link tree. And just once again, thank you to everybody who listens, reaches out. It's fantastic. Keeps me going. So, till next time. Daddy fling.